Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Cookie Cast. Today on Cookie Cast, it's Darkest Timeline Podcast. So, uh, you know the drill by now. Something from the week. Games, movies, TV, uh, running maybe, working out maybe. Anything that sort of pops into this here tiny little mind. So yeah. If you're checking us out on YouTube, uh, then be a YouTube subscriber. It's where all the cool kids hang out. And if you're already subscribing, you're awesome. But what's more awesome is getting others to do the same. If you just like the audio experience, that's perfectly fine. But you can also subscribe wherever you get your podcast, whether it's SoundCloud, iTunes, or uh, anywhere else. Subscribe, uh, because it's what superheroes do. So here we go. This is CookieCast, the Darkest Timeline podcast. background that you absolutely don't need but you know it makes me feel better uh didn't do a podcast last week what that means is i've got two weeks worth of uh material to go through so rather than making this a two and a half hour podcast or doing what might have been the sensible thing and trying to record two like the uh like the the break never happened uh, I'm actually using it as an opportunity to bring the uh, the distance between recording and releasing uh, a little closer together. It's risky, obviously, you know, doesn't doesn't allow for things like sickness and stuff. Uh, and for example, what's happened in the last week. Um, but you know, another week close to glory. Don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, so let's start off with, I'm drinking a, uh, a lovely mm, non-alcoholic beer, I believe it's called Implosion. Uh, speaking of implosions, today's been an absolute shit show to get the swearing out of the way early. Honestly, every possible thing I could have done today was a ultimate disaster like every like if if each option had like a left and a right and the left was the right option and the right was the wrong option i absolutely picked the the right i should have done that the other way around shouldn't i i picked the wrong option for everything um yeah just a just an absolute mess of a day. So you have to bear in mind that some of this stuff is like two weeks old. Um, what I'm going to do is basically I'm just going to rattle through it, which I know so you know, in a way sounds a bit cheaty, <coughs> like I'm cheating sort of thing. You know, if I've, if it's worth talking about, I should be talking about it. 
Uh, but I'm sure you're going to appreciate nobody wants to listen to me talk for two and a half hours. Probably more. Um, so, now that I've prattled on and wasted all everybody's time, let's get going. Um, not to date this, but we're a couple of weeks into April at this point in time. The uh, back end of April, early May by the time you're hearing this. Um, in March, I ran 50 miles. That's the information there. Let's get into it. Reason being is, uh, in January, I saw a podcast alum, Stuart Woodmancy and Matthew Moore, uh, were doing <clears throat> a running challenge where they uh, uh, were going to run 50 miles in the month of January. And I was like, that's an amazing idea. Uh, I wish I'd have uh, got in on that action. Um, but hey, you know, I, I can I can do that. So I set my goal of uh, set myself the goal of running fifty miles in February. Now then, February is a shorter month as we know, and I lost two days of running to snow days, days where I couldn't go out and run. Uh, what that meant was uh, I, although I'd set the goal of fifty miles, I missed it by three days. So reset for March and was like absolutely doing 50 miles this month. Uh, on my last running day of March, I completed 51.5 miles. At time of recording, I have set myself the goal of running 55 miles in April. And you'll be pleased to hear I lost five running days so far of April. That's going well. And after tomorrow, I'll lose at least a week's worth of running. So I don't think it's going to happen, uh, is what I'm saying. But uh, you know, we've got we've always got me. Um, so yeah, that was my that was my achievement for the month of March. Um, as as it was um, the last time I was was talking to you guys, uh, I was talking about the fact that uh, bought a puppy. Um, we're two weeks down the line from there. Um, it's so I had, I, had the, I had a conversation with a few people in the last sort of week or so. I should stop tapping that because that's just going to be an annoyance. Uh, and I was like, of all the stuff that you have to do to have a puppy, you kind of wonder why anybody would do it. It's, it's so much work. I, I will go out on a limb and say that it is vastly more work than having a baby. In hindsight, I should have just had another baby. 
Now, again, this is one of those that already, it sounds negative, it already sounds like I'm regretting my decision and all of that sort of stuff. That's not the case. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, it is so much work that I am like, why would anybody choose to do this? Obviously, I've chosen to do it, and if I'm honest, um, no, in, my, in my experience, no matter how much research you do beforehand, cannot prepare you for what you need to know. And I, you know, I Google stuff every day. I look stuff up every day. You know, oh, what about this? How can we change that? How can we adjust this? How can we make this better? How can we make that better? How can we stop him biting everybody apart from me? You know, that sort of stuff. So, the you know, the short takeaway here is you can never be pre prepared enough. You simply can't. Um, without doing it, you can't be prepared enough. Um, again, if I if if I'm if I'm honest, and I do try to be honest in this situation, um, I can see why um, dogs, puppies, so on and so forth, end up going to animal shelters. I can see I can see why. Uh, that is absolutely not what what the situation in in our house is. Um, but I can see it. I can see, you know, um, like I say, other than me, and he still has a, he still has a really good go every now and then. Um, he communicates with pretty much everybody else in the house by attempting to bite them. Um, and you know, I know why that is. You know, it's a sibling thing. It's a, it's a, a paternal thing. It's a, it's a way that puppies communicate, uh, playing, showing affection, and all of that. Doesn't it's not it's not great for uh, for little hands and for even for big hands, um, you know. There's already been a, a couple of items of clothing come uh, come a cropper and stuff like that. But it's it's bonkers. It's like oh, um, the one I looked up yesterday, I think it was. Which is not the first time I've looked up. This is the thing. You just keep looking stuff up. Like double checking, triple checking. You know, I must have Googled how much food a puppy can eat. About eight times. Uh, and what's nice about it is that nobody knows. Nobody knows anything. And everything tells you to look somewhere else. Um, my my favourite has to be taking him to the vet. The vet giving him his vaccine. And him being like, oh, uh, this vaccine's slightly different, so it means you can take him out um, earlier than you, than you normally would. You know, um, anywhere around seven to ten days, whatever you think. And I'm like, okay, so which, which is it? Seven or ten days? Well, it's whatever you think, you know, however, however healthy you think your dog is. I'm like, ah. Oh. Did I go to university for seven years to throw darts at a dartboard on answers? That's a prime example of finding out information for puppies. There isn't a definitive answer. Nobody knows. And everybody's got an opinion. And that opinion is usually ask someone else. So that's that's basically the world that I'm in. Um, it's it's you know it's um, we've got this whole sleep shift thing going 
because he has to go he has to go get up to go to the toilet x number of times through the night um i don't i don't feel great about it because i i don't um i don't it's hard to explain i don't really get disturbed in the night i'm a heavy sleeper um so that means that me taking the night shift is not um not overly feasible um you know things like working difficult uh looking after children uh as well as uh, a, a furry child is difficult you know it's all this but then you've got the other side of it the adorable side the the um you know when when a puppy tells you that all, all they need from you is a hug um the fact that you see them physically grow like you can actually almost physically see them growing uh train them train them when they actually get it and you can see the signs of them getting it unfortunately at, at, at puppy age um they also forget it as well so, so like oh my god he's got it he understands and the next day it's like you knew this yesterday why don't you know it now um and some stuff's like automatic reflex uh, how do you train someone to sit when their automatic go-to move is to sit stuff like that um it's it's hard it's tough it's tiring it's draining in hindsight should have just had another child you know all of that sort of stuff but it's great it's it's fun it's um he's he's adorable he gives he gives full blown hugs it's hilarious he loves nothing more than a full blown hug one paw one side of your head the other paw the other side puts his his head on your shoulder tucks himself right into the sort of the crook of your neck and just wants you to hold him it's hilarious all i can think is when he's fully grown what that's going to look like but hey so yeah there's been some there's been some puppy fun um obviously when you add to that the fact that my uh, my youngest has uh, well and truly discovered the terrible twos uh at one point at one point in time i had considered attempting to train my youngest at the same time i'm training the puppy because I, I honestly see some real benefits to uh, to training. So, so yeah. Um, I lost a day. So you know that thing where you wake up one day and the whole day you're like, oh man, it's Wednesday today, and it's not it's tuesday or oh man it's wednesday today but in actual fact it's thursday and you just your day's just so thrown by the whole thing i lost i physically lost a day because for the entirety of last week whatever day it was i thought it was the day now oh, let me get this right was it that i thought it was the day before now so last monday was bank holiday monday 
Is that right? So I will have thought it was Sunday on the Monday. But then on the Tuesday I thought it was the Monday. Because that's the thing. Normally by the time you get up the next day it's corrected itself. And you know what day it is. But for the entire week I was just like it's it's the, it's the, it's the day before. Got all the way through to Thursday. And on Thursday managed to convince myself it was Sunday so by then I was just way off and then Friday Friday I went back to work because I'd had last week off and back to work it was it was the most bizarre thing. I can't explain why. But for an entire week, I was on the wrong day. I don't know if it was some, connect, some kind of connection to being tired or just a series of, you know, it was like Good Friday, Easter Sunday, Bank Holiday Monday, so that I had the opportunity to throw things out. Because, you know... A, a Sunday and a bank holiday Monday they could be you know you could get them mixed up you know whether it was that but then surely by the Wednesday it should have sorted itself out but it didn't and I, I was like I, towards the back end of it all I was starting to get a little concerned because I'd never had it I'd never experienced that I'd never experienced an entire week of oh it's you know it's this day no it isn't it's this day just really weird a really weird experience um i'm pleased to report it's uh, it's all sorted it's it's sorted itself out and um i i believe it's monday today so yeah oh this beer is lovely i've been promising myself to drink a non-alcoholic beer for a, for a week um, again refer back to the joys of puppy and this is how bad it is uh, I, I haven't drunk uh, a non-alcoholic beer in case I need to go to the toilet whilst I'm puppy sitting and uh, he, he's so needy and clingy that uh, if I leave the room he starts crying so uh, yeah you know, I'm not saying that I've intentionally dehydrated myself uh, uh, over several evenings, but I'm also saying I, I'm not. I'm also saying that I, you know, might have an observation. Can we all agree that Lego is the absolute worst toy? So here we go. Right. I love Lego. I certainly used to. Then I'd stop buying it. But then with having like all these children, it's like, well, you know, it's Lego, isn't it? Lego, everybody loves Lego. So you get back into buying it. So here's how, here's my issue with Lego. And this is why I believe Lego is the worst toy. So follow it, through, follow it with me. You get the box. Oh look! Look what it can do. It's a, it's a car. Let's let's go with the standard. It's a car. Oh yeah, let's do this car. 
You open the box. You take out all the bags. You take out the instructions. You turn to page one. Open the, the variety of bags. And you start taking the pieces out and putting them together. So, it takes X amount of time. I've, I've done, you know, Lego. Are they referred to as Lego sets these days? I've done Lego sets. Uh, they've taken hours. You know, I'm down with that. So, you get to the end. You look at it, you go, there it is. There's the fruits of my labour. I put in X amount of time into building this Lego and it is now complete. Now what? What happens to that piece, that, that item? So, talk from a child perspective. And I can give you an example. My, um, my, my eldest and my middle daughter got some Lego, different types of Lego, uh, for Easter. One got this little cube that you build like a Lego scene inside the cube. Uh, and it was a rabbit, you know, Easter and all that. Uh, and then my eldest got sort of like an actual Lego set. Uh, it was just a little one. Uh, you build like a... I want to say like a little 4x4, four four, but... Uh, I don't know, like a little boogie. And then it seemed like almost like a mini desert island. I didn't really see the connection. So... Uh, I sat with my middle daughter and built her Lego, uh, which involves her losing interest immediately and me building the Lego for her. Now, let's face it, I don't have any issues there. And it comes back round to her being interested because these sets come with stickers and the stickers need sticking on and she can do the stickers. So, you know, swings and roundabouts, in it? The Lego is completed. Yay, Lego is completed. So here's what happens. You go, look at that, that's cool, isn't it? She's doing this thing, and that person's doing that thing, and yay. And then you close the cube, and you put it on a shelf, and it's never looked at again. But it's fine, because my eldest also got some Lego. And she's at the age now where she can she can do it all on her own. So she cracked the box open, she got the instructions out, got the bags out, and away she went. And I think there was a point where she came to me, she was like, I've put this piece on wrong, can you take it off and put it back on? I said yes. And then I started talking about the fact that, you know, in our big box of Lego, I believe there's a tool for removing Lego pieces. Cool, cool idea. So, she sits on the floor, build, build, build. Lego, 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 build, build, build. And then she's like, ah, I finished my Lego. It's like, cool, is it good? And then we got into a conversation about how it was just really weird. Some For some reason, the vehicle was chained to the mini desert island and we couldn't work out what the connection was or why. And I was like, is, is one trying to stop the other from either floating away or rolling away absolutely no idea so the lego moved from the floor to the table oh you can't leave that there that's a that's that's a a cat or or puppy chew toy so uh so let's move it from the table to the mantelpiece okay we've hit the mantelpiece everything's good um oh you know 
lift lift the box up because it's got all the spare bits in. I don't want anybody swallowing a spare bit of Lego. Okay. Next day, uh, my eldest shows my middle daughter the Lego she built, and then it migrated from the mantelpiece to uh, to a shelving unit, and it's been there ever since. That is exactly a week ago. That's that. That is, that is the end of that. And here's my point. I, I hear you scream. What's your frigging point, man? You can't play with Lego. And I'm going to caveat that. If you've got like a huge box Lego and you build something from a huge box Lego, like you build a car or something, I believe you can play with that but if you've got a lego set you don't really play with it so the 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 enjoyment of lego comes from the building side of it which is cool but let's face it you're only gonna do it once are you really gonna go cool i built this lego now let me take it apart and build it again no, no you're not. And I have this realisation that Lego is actually the worst toy. Because toy that you can't play with. That the the enjoyment comes from a one-time deal. So yeah. Um, if anybody from Lego is listening to this, I actually have some ideas of how they can um, make their Lego more interesting. Uh, so, so yeah, give me a call. Here's one for you. Um, I'm not going to lie. One of the reasons to get a dog was... Uh, might sound a little strange, but it was, uh, was to help with weight loss. Because um, I'm like, so, if I work it out, uh, I go running on the morning, uh, but the dog's going to need walking as well. So that's a walk and a run on a morning. On an evening, work out, but the dog's going to need a walk on, the, on an evening. So there's that. Hmm, chances are I'm probably going to need a little bit of a something round about lunchtime. So there's that. So all I could see was all those miles, you know, rack up all those miles. So, yeah, let's get a, let's get a puppy. Let's get a puppy, shall we? Let's lose some weight. Pff, yeah, right. So, I weighed myself last Monday. So Monday is weigh-in day. I imagine anybody that's listened to this for a while knows that by now. And the one thing I don't do is I don't weigh myself until the next Monday. Or at least I didn't. So, two weeks ago, I was like, you know something, I, I feel like I've probably lost weight. But the only way to find out is to weigh myself. So I weighed myself on the Thursday of the week and I'd lost all this weight. And I was like, oh, and I wrote it down because I record how much weight I've lost each week. So I wrote it down, and I was like, that's that's amazing, it's amazing. 
that weekend so we're two weeks ago now that weekend i saw this article about is your weekend killing your progress and it was like um you know if you're having cheat meals drinking a lot of alcohol doing all that stuff but you're working really hard during the week you might be destroying your, your progress so i'm like eh, you know i have a cheat meal i don't think it's that big a deal got to the monday so that's now last monday weighed myself i was like what the hell has gone on here so let's let's work through monday weigh myself thursday weigh myself just because and i'd lost this weight and i was like oh my God, yeah. but by the monday i'd lost a pound in a week That seems very strange. So, from last Monday, I got through two. Now then, it might have been Thursday. Yeah, I think it was Thursday. I was like, do you know something? I really, I'm really feeling like, like I've, like I've lost some weight here slept on the scales from Monday where I'd weighed myself to last Thursday I'd lost six pounds I was blown away I was like what is going on here six pounds I was like do you know something there's there's something something's off kilter here so I was like right I'm gonna I'm gonna work this out so I was like I'm gonna commit myself to weighing myself every day up to Sunday and then obviously I weigh myself today so I weigh myself the next day lost another pound weigh myself the next day lost another pound and it went like this basically by Saturday which is cheat meal day I'd lost nine pounds or eight pounds nine pounds I think I'd lost absolutely blown away amazing this is this is this is amazing this is everything I was looking for you know I did the right thing getting this this puppy and just imagine what it's going to be like when you can go out for walks all of this I was just like wow Saturday night cheat meal o'clock nom 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 yummy Sunday, get up, get on the scales, and from Saturday to Sunday, I have put on six pounds. I, now, here's the thing, I'm saying this here and now. If anybody that is listening to this right now <clears throat> is in the, in the fitness game or knows about this sort of thing, please drop me a line go on to the cookiecast.com get some form of contact details from the website contact me anywhere you like twitter instagram email smoke signal whatever get yourself on the podcast and talk to me about what the hell is going on there because then it got even worse <clears throat> because weigh myself today 
had lost five pounds compared to yesterday. What is going on there? So I can tell you, in fact, let me look because it's in my notes where I write everything down. Yeah, so half a stone in a week. Absolute mind blown. Also, I've gone. I've gone another notch on my weight belt, and those notches, I'm sure, are like an inch and a half. But for safety, let's call it an inch. But that's an inch off my waist since the last time it moved. Absolutely bonkers. So there we go. Um, right, let's rattle through some um, some stuff. Some bits I'm not going to dwell on. Like I say, I'm trying to fit two weeks' content into one podcast, um, and unfortunately, some of it is two weeks old. So I'm not, you know, I can't fully remember it quite. Um, I'm still watching Invincible. So I watched episode four last week like the week before last and then I watched episode five last week because so it comes out on a Friday so um, I've, I've seen two episodes uh, episode four at the time I'd seen episode four I'd also read uh, this really long review of the show uh, and I hated everything about the review because the review just solely focused on how uh, the show's not like the comics the comics from the 90s and early noughties. So we're talking 20 plus years ago and all the review had to say was uh, it's not like the comics. Now I am I am a purist so I can see where where that's coming from. Don't get me wrong. But I feel that that is taken away from the 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 show that is Invincible and I think it is awesome. Um, it's it's to me some of the best TV I've seen in, in a long time um, I am just going to double check because ah yes so episode 4 uh, Mark the main character goes off to Mars and stuff happens on Mars uh, struggling with uh, the duality of being a superhero living a superhero lifestyle having a girlfriend, school, job etc um, it was fine it was a perfectly fine episode it was probably in some ways a little bit of a less because the other episodes have been so punchy this was very much a cartoon of the week episode in a lot of ways episode five however um oh one thing i will say is i know it's a slight um step down in the animation a little bit um i don't know why that is um it didn't really overly affect anything it just looked a little bit not quite as good 
Episode 5, Jesus. Um, the episode's going along fine. It's just, you know, an episode, a story, and that and that. A uh, little bit of a spoiler. Might be a lot of a spoiler, we'll see. Uh, basically, at the back end of the episode, uh, there is a big superhero battle uh, versus a big group of super villains. I don't know if that's necessarily all that much of a spoiler. Um, it, it was up there with what I think is the scene from the first episode that is just some of the most brutal stuff I've, I've ever seen. Uh, episode 5 was up there with that. I, I, I kind of had to turn away from the screen. Bear in mind this is animation. Um, but on the flip side, it's animation. You can do whatever you want with animation. I was saying that in the 80s. So, you know, nothing's really changed there. It was brutal. A um, little, little bit of something at the end of the episode. We'll see what comes of that. But, um, yeah. I, I love it. I think it's some of the best TV I've seen in, in a long time. Um, obviously, the, the, the big TV thing I've watched of late has been American Gods, and we know the the issues I've had with that as a show. So it's nice to just have this really enjoyable TV. I watched some stand-up, which, although... Um, Stand-up is an absolute, it's a love, a true love of mine, it's a passion of mine. I, I love it. Um, I do feel you have to be in the mood for it, and um, you do have to set aside the time for it. What I have at the moment is, uh, I, I'm still listening to a lot of podcasts, and the majority of my podcasts are done by comedians. So, there's that element of that, like, drip-feed comedy into my life. Uh, but I really, I really fancy a bit of comedy. So, um... I watched, now this is where, it's a bit muddy because I, I believe this particular style of comedy would actually be described as spoken word. I watched Henry Rollins' Keep Talking Pal. So I, I'm sure in the past I've seen Henry Rollins described as spoken word rather than stand-up comedy. And as far as I describe it to people, it's him telling stories that just so happen to be funny, uh, is the way I would describe it. Um, Henry Rollins has been uh, has been around in my life since I was 18, 19 years old. Um, somebody I was friends with at the time lent me a couple of tapes. That's right, cassette tapes. Of, uh, of his spoken word stuff uh, and they helped me through a, a difficult time so I was hugely appreciative of that and then he's just somebody that just pops up constantly throughout my life um, I saw I think it must have been a Joe Rogan experience podcast that had him on and it was just fascinating he is a, he is a fascinating person um, and he, he did this this spoken word stand-up whatever you want to call it told some amazing stories um he he's so incredibly passionate about things just like you wouldn't believe the level of of passion he has for stuff 
and I, I love stuff like that. I love people who are passionate about things. So it was great. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it it's one of those, if, if you're in the mood for that kind of thing, absolutely give that a whirl. Um, because, you know, you, you, you might you might enjoy it, is what I'm saying. Um, I then went, went like classic... Um, I watched two Sam Kinison stand-up specials. Now, I don't have the names of them. I, I, made, I made note of the name of one of them, but never wrote it down. I can't remember it now. Uh, one's like the family entertainment, something or other. Um, short version is, both, they were both, at the time I got them, they were both available on Amazon Prime. So, if it's something that you're interested in. Um, Sam Kinison is not a comedian I know, but I know of him. Uh, I know that he came through the same class as Bill Hicks. I know that pretty much every single stand-up comedian I, I listen to or I have anything to do with through whatever regard him very highly. I know that, um, you know, he was regarded highly, although I also know years later, um... There was a lot of controversy around some of his stuff. Uh, I think it's viewed as uh, misogynistic and homophobic and so on and so forth. Um, but... I don't know how this sounds. Which sometimes makes me think I shouldn't say things. But... Um, I can look at comedy from the perspective of the time it was made. So, um, the, the, the prime example I would always give is, if you actually go back and look at Eddie Murphy's Raw, you know, Eddie Murphy's Raw is regarded as one of the great stand-up comedy specials of, of all time. Go back and watch it, is all I'd say. Go back and watch it. There's some stuff, and I'm talking like, you know, quite a lot of stuff in there that would not be acceptable nowadays. Um, but you have to look at the time it was made, the time it was recorded. Um, so, I'm not, I think what I'm saying is I'm not saying it's right by today's standards, but by the standards of that time, it still wasn't right it was just accepted for that's the way it was certain words were okay then that aren't now and i don't know if okay is the right word I feel like i'm digging myself a bit of a holiday anyway um i didn't really know uh, sam kinnison other than i knew of him and i knew that he was this this big influence to say a big influence um is an understatement when you're talking about Bill Hicks. I never realised how close. And I read a lot of stuff about him afterwards, and there's a lot of stuff. It's not, it, it, you know, part of me would have been like, oh, you know, it feels very much like Bill Hicks stole elements of his act. Uh, but he has been quoted on record as saying um, that Sam Kinison was a huge influence on him, um, which is kind of the way I think that you can get away with certain things. Uh, he reminded me a lot of Bill Hicks, is the short version. He also reminded me a lot of Donald Trump, which is very strange. Um, 
I enjoyed both the stand-ups I watched. I, I enjoyed one more than the other. Um, one was an older one, and that one I enjoyed a little bit more. Um, smaller, smaller, um, smaller crowd, smaller place. Um, I don't know whether that had anything to do with that, um, or whether it was just a little bit older. Um, I enjoyed it, is the short version. Um, yes, might not have been for everyone. Uh, and it certainly wouldn't fly today. And I, like I say, I know there has been some some issues with the stuff, uh, the stuff that was in those specials. Um, but there you go. Um, I have watched some films. Again, luckily for me, uh, not recently, but because this is two weeks worth of materials, I can talk about films that I've watched because they were a couple of weeks ago. Um, I watched the film Mr. Nice, uh, which is the story of Howard Marks. Um, my my small claim to fame uh, in that regard is I once met Howard Marks uh, in in York because he lived in York uh, towards the back end of his life, uh, and I once met him and spoke to him very briefly. Uh, so yeah, that was that. Um, for those of you who don't know, Howard Marks was a, uh, a drug smuggler. Uh, his, his drug was marijuana, uh, which is for many, many years until he was caught and spent a long time in an a American prison, a federal prison. Um, and because of the time that he spent in prison, he did a lot of good as far as... Uh, uh, teaching and things uh he got early release and then he did a, he wrote a book uh did a, a stage show that was basically a stage show of the book uh toured uh, and all of that um very interesting story very interesting man very enjoyable i've read the book i've seen the uh the the, the show so i was like oh, it's time to watch the film um so I'm watching the film, everything's going swimmingly. Um, it's got Reese Evans playing Howard Marks. Um, uh, the guy, I can't remember his name, I think it's Mark something or other. The guy that played Lupin in Harry Potter. Um, and um, the woman who was his wife in it, or his second wife, has been in other stuff and I can't think of what she's been in. Um, Crispin Glover's in it. Which was uh, which was wildly entertaining, and I was watching it. I was watching it. I was watching it. Everything's going fine, and uh, it was it was the end of my puppy sitting shift, and there was fifteen minutes left of the film, and I was like, oh man, it's only got fifteen minutes left, but I really should go to bed. So I'll pause it there, and I'll uh, I'll pick that up tomorrow. No, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh, Mr. Cook, you've made the mistake of watching something on Amazon Prime and you've left it a day and it's no longer on Amazon Prime. And you, sir, or madam, would be incorrect. It was still there, still ready to roll. So I got, got set in my chair, ready to roll, press play, and I then witnessed 15 minutes of the most horrific content I have ever seen. It was 
disturbing to say the least. I am traumatised by the back end of that film. I couldn't have picked a more apt place to, to stop that film because literally from the point I started it again, it was 15 minutes of... I mean, it, it was bordering on horror. Uh, a little bit of a spoiler here, but um, there is a scene where he talks about like some of the... Not necessarily injuries that he sustained. It's not like he got beaten up in prison, but um, being in prison, uh, he suffered with uh, various ailments. One of those ailments, or several of those ailments, was abscesses on his uh, on his gums, uh, to the point where they had to pull all of his teeth out, and uh, he was in prison, so they couldn't give him any pain medication. They seemed to give him pain medication at the end, but they couldn't give him pain medication to start with. So they're just there, like, pinning him down and yanking the teeth out of his head. It was horrific. Anybody that knows me knows, uh, knows how I feel about teeth. Um, you've got stuff like that. I was like, what, 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 what is going on right now? What have I put on here? Is this some kind of... What is happening? I couldn't work out what how it had gone from where it was to where it, it then was. Carried on watching, it then turned into like a load of stuff with his family, with his children. So the next thing, I'm sitting there watching this, crying like a baby, just absolutely sobbing. And it just went on and on and on. And then like I say, eventually he went through the stuff where he got released from prison and, uh, and, and made a good go of it. Um, what a bizarre experience of me watching a film. Um, like I say, actually, I actually feel traumatised by it. I don't know if it would have been the same if I'd have watched it all in one go. I don't know if it was just because I paused it and went back to it or what. But my word, that was that was a brutal experience. So yeah. Uh, I worked myself. I worked my way through uh, the Blade films. Um, I think I've spoken about it before. I got the box set, the Blu-ray box set, for my birthday, maybe last year, and I watched Blade, and and that was that. I didn't get around to watching the other two. Uh, pardon me. I've since rectified that, and I watched the other two. Uh, yes, that in obviously includes watching Blade Trinity. Don't hold it against me. Um, I've always been very up and down with the second one. There are asp the aspects of the second one that never sat right with me. Um, and I watched it, and it was fine. Um, always makes always makes me chuckle when uh, you know some of the people that are in that film, like Norman Reedus. Um, Danny Don, Danny John Jules, uh, Ron Perlman. It's like just just those sort of actors that, yeah. I was in Norman Reedus went on to do uh, Walking Dead. Ron Perlman being Ron Perlman. Danny John Jules, I think, is back to playing the cat in Red Dwarf. You know, stuff like that. Um, 
and I watched it and uh, it was it was fine but here's something and I know, I know I'm not really sure how to explain this but I'll, I'll I'll talk it through we get to the end the credits start rolling and it flashed up the director and I was like what because the director of Blade 2 is Guillermo del Toro of uh, Hellboy fame really and I was like I, don't, I didn't know that I, it's, it's one of those things I imagine that I did know it and I've forgotten it but I was like I, I I'm, I'm blown away by that information so there you go, that was that. I did watch Blade Trinity. Um, not going to lie, it took me two, two attempts because I did fall asleep. Um, I think it took me two days uh, because of said falling asleep. Um, it, it is what it is at the end of the day. It's got Ryan Reynolds in, uh, who's, play, who's basically... Playing Deadpool, you know the the start of that incarnation of Deadpool. Um, I think that that it's better to look at the the almost mythology around that film rather than watch the film itself. Just reading about that film, the way it got made, the way that certain actors were in that film, the way that certain actors interacted with certain people like the director and so on and so forth <laughs> it's amazing to just read about about it, it it's fascinating um like i say more fascinating than the actual film so so you've got that um that has completed my watch of the uh, of the Blade trilogy. Um, it is what it is. I think. I think part of me wants to say that I don't think they've aged very well. Um, you know, they were in that ilk of films that way back in the day carried the Marvel uh, logo. Um, but hey, that, that, that's that, basically. Let's talk computer games. Now, this is the point where I am going to have to admit something. Um, I am struggling to get around to playing uh, VR because of, uh, because of the puppy. Um, it's becoming a little bit of a, a thing for me. I'm a bit like, I really want to play VR, but I just don't see how it's possible at the moment, even when he's in his den. Um, like I say, he's 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 clingy, um, he's a bit needy, um, which is fine. I get it. I understand why. Um, but you know, does that help? Uh, does that help to get things done? Not overly. So. So yeah. Um, however. I, I do have the opportunity to play uh, to play console games because I am up X amount of the night. 
Um, I've got three games on my list. Uh, one, not going to spend a long, long talking about, which is Dead Space. Um, because I have different setup downstairs to upstairs, um, I have like the, I was going to say the current consoles, but they're not current anymore. Um, like the PS4 and the Xbox One upstairs. Downstairs, I'm still rocking a PS3 and an Xbox 360. Um, in the last week or so, I have changed that. I've moved the PS4 downstairs to allow me to play current stuff. Uh, but for a time being, all I had was uh, the 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 older generation of consoles, um, and I'd, I'd been going through a lot of games. Came across the Dead Space trilogy. I was like, I'm absolutely playing Dead Space. So I played Dead Space. Um, myself and Sam, podcast alum Sam, have recorded a, um, a gaming podcast where we talk about the Dead Space franchise. <clears throat> the idea was that we were going to do a series on um, a series of games, uh, gaming podcasts. Um, but as it is, we haven't recorded another one yet. And because of that, I haven't released the first one we recorded because I wanted to get like a, you know, a few or at least a couple. Um, so I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to release the, the the one about Dead Space just on its own. And then if we ever come back to doing more, then that's fine. So that's the reason I'm not going to talk to you about Dead Space. Dead Space. It's also 13 years old. So, you know, it's not exactly current. Let's talk about cyberpunk. Um, so I saw on the internet the other day that they're like, oh, big fix, big, big patch for cyberpunk, big fix, fixes loads of stuff. It's fixing all sorts of stuff, get it downloaded. So I was like, oh, I'm going to do that. 44 gigabytes, the, uh, the patch. I had to delete two games to get the patch on to the PlayStation. Um, so I'm like, ooh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to this. Let's give it a whirl. Um, I would go out on a limb and say that other than a couple of minor things like day-to-day -day isn't the right word, but like, you know, the stuff that you do constantly, other than a couple of minor things that have been improved, I can safely say that they have made the game worse, which um, I think most people thought was impossible. Forty-four gig, and that's what you gave us. It's such a shame because, as I've said from day one, I do think somewhere locked away deep inside that game there is an actual game but it's so well hidden um yeah didn't stop me continuing to play it I was playing through as the as the new character I'd made um I have started doing a bit of sort of looking into stuff on the internet looking and watching some videos here there and you know just trying to find a few more of like the uh, I guess the hidden things or trying to find like free vehicles or free weapons and stuff like that just sort of you know dive into the game a bit deeper because um, there is some interesting stuff in there it's just very well hidden 
Um, but I'm not playing Cyberpunk at the moment. I am playing the game Outriders. And hey, if you thought Cyberpunk was broken, Outriders is a game that doesn't even let you log in to play. On average, it takes um, three attempts, four attempts sort of thing to log into the game. Um, and hey, once you've got logged in, chances are the missions aren't going to work. So the number of times I've had to, uh, I've got to points in missions where it's like, okay, I can't progress any further. I'm guessing this is broken. Uh, so then you have to like log out of the game to log back in and <laughs> guess what? <laughs> yeah, you can't get back in. Um, I was talking to Sam about it. Sam keeps mentioning about how uh, they just keep talking about how there's uh, like these major server issues where you can't get logged on. Uh, I can confirm that. Um, but um, as a game, once you are in it, um, there are a lot of issues. It's very, it feels very much like cyberpunk. Um, as a game, it's playable. It's fine. There's, there's nothing that really stands out overly much. There's nothing that really makes me go, oh, this game's great, this game's brilliant. It's a game I am playing. And you know something? I know that it's not a great game when I know that there are three other classes that I'm not playing as. And the thought of playing as the other classes makes me go, ugh. That's not a good sign. For everything everybody ever said about Anthem, I was excited to play the other classes. And some of the classes weren't great, but from where I started and the other classes I got, some of them were really good. Um, this is just like, yes, I'm playing it. Yes, time is passing. That I, I guess that's about all I can really say. That's that's you know, that's the achievement here. Um, there are times when I've wanted to go back. To just go, you know, go back and play Cyberpunk. Um, oh, as a complete aside, I've just, I've just seen the VR headset. Um, saying that I'm really struggling to get time to play VR probably doesn't help that I then went and bought ten VR games because I bought a humble, bum, humble bundle of eight games for ten pounds, absolute steal. Whilst also buying two games that was in the humble bundle sale. So yeah, I bought ten VR games. No idea when I'm going to get to play them. Anywho, um, yeah, Outriders. Um, underwhelming is what I would say. Um, horribly broken in a lot of ways. And really, there are points where I'm like, it does that thing where it's like, oh my God, I can't log in. This is my third attempt at logging in. Honestly, if it doesn't log in this time, I'm just going to take the disc out and put Cyberpunk back on. And then typically it logs in that time. It's that sort of thing. Um, I did buy another game. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, recommendation um, from a friend to get 
Ancestors. Um, it's a game where you play as a load of monkeys. Um, it's an evolu a survival evolution game thing. Haven't played it yet, so I uh, can't 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 talk about it. I'm afraid. Hush hush, because I haven't played it. So there, that is uh, that is that. Uh, two weeks worth of content in one. Uh, obviously, uh, apologies for uh, for doing it this way, but needs musters the double drives. So um, so there we go. Thank you very much for joining me, and uh, I will catch you next time. So there we go. What do you think to that? Another one done. Another one closer to the uh, the big one hundred. Should probably do something special for it. Hmm. Tell you what. While you're uh, while you're subscribing on YouTube, why don't you drop a comment in and give me a suggestion of what I could do that's uh, that's special for the hundredth episode. Uh, also. If you're uh, if you're just subscribing on the old uh, SoundCloud or iTunes or something like that, do the same. You can drop comments there as well. So there we go. That's it for this one. Till next time, I'm gonna say bye, and I'll see you then. Bye bye.